Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. Natural Products Expo East may not be as big as its West Coast counterpart, but the 18,500 registered attendees and more than 1,200 exhibitors who convened in Philadelphia this month for the annual conference were just as enthusiastic, and the innovations they showcased revealed what is most important to natural and organic shoppers, which is products that are better for people and the planet. Long considered a core tenant in the natural products industry, new products on display heightened how brands and consumers are becoming more sophisticated at their approach to better-for-you products and sustainability. At the same time, a back-to-basics approach from several exhibitors highlighted consumer desire for simpler and sometimes lesser-known ingredients, like heritage grains, as well as recipes and production methods grounded in tradition for a more authentic experience. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, We explore these trends as well as efforts by exhibitors to improve the planet's health through more sustainable packaging, waste reduction, and partnering with third-party certifiers for lower carbon emissions and better communications about the value of clean ingredients. So early in the pandemic, when many people were desperate to fend off COVID-19, they turned in droves to foods and beverages that promised to bolster their immunity opening the door for a broader conversation about and adoption of food as medicine. This was on display at Expo East, where we learned that U.S. sales of functional food grew more than 8% in the first year of the pandemic and 8.3% in the second to $83.7 billion in 2021, with beverages, snacks, and desserts leading the way. An interest in beverages promising health benefits, both physical and mental, remains high based on the number of attendees crowded around the booth of the recently launched Better For You soda brand, Perfy, which was launched by Quest Nutrition veteran Vasa Martinez. He explained that he created Perfy as a low-sugar option to the soda he loved to address his own battle with pre-diabetes, but also as a way to support mental health, with which many people, including Martinez, struggled during the pandemic. So I started Perfy out of a personal pain. I, five years ago, um, my mom was diagnosed. I lost my best friend to fentanyl in 2018. I also lost my cousin to diabetes that year. Um, lost my roommate of five years to suicide in 2020 and then the pandemic hit. And all of these sort of things started adding up. I started not really caring about working out and taking care of myself anymore. Ended up with pre-diabetes, which I've reversed in five weeks over December of 2021. One in ten people right now are diabetic in America. And in the next five years, by actually the next three years, by 2025, one in five will be. And right now there's 98 million people that are pre-diabetic. And of those folks, 80% don't even know. For instance, I didn't know when I was diagnosed until I got diagnosed. Like, hey, your blood sugar is way too freaking high when you wake up on a fasted stomach. And the goal with Perfy was to be low sugar, but also be extremely impactful with the taste buds. So the idea was to use real fruit juice. Um, it's not from concentrate. That's a huge guardrail of mine. And then the hypothesis that I had during R&D was if we added this sweetener blend, what would that do to how decadent those fruit juices are? And that was basically the gist of you know, that idea. 
and then we went a little bit further with some guardrails, like, well, can we do our legacy flavors with fruit juices? So our latest flavor, Dr. Perfy, has uh, blueberry juice, blackberry juice, pear juice, and some tamarind, all of them not from concentrate. And it's been very, very helpful in just bringing out the flavor. It gets people what they want from the taste bud perspective, but it gets also gets them what they need from a metabolic perspective. We use stevia, monk fruit, and allulose as our sweetener blend. Fruit punch has stevia and allulose, no monk fruit. But the idea was to add a sweetener blend that gives you a mouthfeel like a traditional full sugar soda, and then just not have the metabolic impact or, or spike in your blood sugar. But Perfy doesn't just address physical health challenges. It also takes on mental health with the addition of Ayurvedic ingredients touted for their mood-boosting benefits and a supportive marketing campaign that Martinez says incorporates some of which helped him as he struggled with loss during the pandemic. We're using bright, vibrant colors. Um, we're using you know, delicious fruits, not from concentrate. We're using L-theanine to support you know, you know, brain health. We're using ashwagandha and turmeric and some of the flavors. Um, everything about it, from the colors to the emails to the dad jokes to the, our social media. Like so many of our emails have dad jokes that are just so cheesy, but they like you can't help but be like, man, you know, like someone that was probably hurting, it will probably appreciate that. But ev like ev every single touch point has some sort of humor to it, or something that um, is really empathetic towards anybody that's kind of going through it. Martinez says that he believes Perfy fills an unmet need in the market because while there are other better-for-you sodas, many of them focus on gut health, not mental health. And according to data from Spins and New Hope, the potential for products playing in this space is significant, given 41% of consumers say they regularly experience stress and 37% who say the same about anxiety and depression. Indeed, sales of mood and mental health supplements grew 11.5% to $1.3 billion in 2021 from the previous year. And it's on track to more than double between 2017 and 2025. Rising consumer interest in food and medicine is also driving up sales of other ingredients promoting a range of benefits, including collagen, which saw a 9% increase in growth to $19 million across categories. This growth spiked to 15% year-over-year within the snacking space, an intersection at which the better-for-you pork rinds from Southern Recipe Small Batch sit. German Rea, as part of the sales team at Southern Recipe Small Batch, explains that by adding a call-up to the front of pack about the 7 grams of naturally occurring collagen in their pork rinds, the company was able to expand the appeal of the snacks to a whole new consumer base. So we've been making pork rinds since 1955. They've been in the business a very, very long time. And about six and a half years ago, we wanted to make a better for you pork rind. Something that had a little bit lower fat, lower fat, less sodium. So we start, decided to take them out of lard and cook them with just sunflower oil. And then all of the seasonings that we did, all the flavor profiles were a lower sodium profile, which were about 30 to 40% less sodium per serving. So we wanted to stay, make a very diabetic-friendly snack and also people with high blood pressure. So we created these flavors. No MSG and artificial flavors. Uh, still 8 grams of protein per serving, almost no carbs, and 7 grams of collagen per serving as well. So it's a very natural source of collagen as well. Starting probably with women, I think that's really, you know, really popular right now because of the effects that it has on your skin, on your hair, on your nails. Uh, so I'm seeing that that's probably been the most prominent from a demographic standpoint of who's asking for that. But I think men are very responsive to that as well. 
So that was one of the big things that we wanted to do is we wanted to bring a new consumer to the category. And when we took out all the MSG, the artificial flavors, and we put them in a premium looking bag with very dynamic flavors, we knew that we were going to keep our existing consumer. There's a traditional consumer that needs no introduction. They don't care the back of the, what the back of the bag looks like as long as it tastes good and it's a good value. But we were missing the female of the household. And that's what we set out to capture. We, my boss puts it as, we always had Bubba, we need Becky. We need that Becky from the household. And that's exactly what we targeted. So yeah, we've ran a lot of data. We've done a lot of Hanover research. Um, and we found that we have brought the female consumer to the category, which is something we're very, very proud of. Other ingredients that Spins reports consumers are embracing as food as medicine include functional mushrooms, sales of which are up 26% to 52 million, ashwagandha, which is up 88% to 16 million, elderberry, which saw sales more than triple to 153% to 38 million, and maca, which is up 23% to 13 million. If you're interested in learning more about Americans embracing the food as medicine movement, and the market potential that it offers, I encourage you to tune into Food Navigator USA's upcoming digital summit, which will take a closer look at the potential of medicinal mushrooms, mood-boosting ingredients, and the potential of public-private partnerships to enhance access to healthy food. You can learn more and register for this free event at www.foodnavigatorusasummit.com. Okay, so back to Expo East. Growing alongside consumers' interest in food as medicine is a desire to eat healthier in general, which is driving innovations with better-for-you recipes that either forego or use healthier alternatives to some of the less desirable ingredients, such as oil, which Tiffany Perkins, the founder and CEO of Plant Perks, says she avoids in her plant-based cheeses, condiments, and spreads, but selects carefully for inclusion in her upcoming plant-based butter. When I first started making the product, it was oil-free. And then I went to a couple trade shows, and they were talking about innovation and how you need to add things to your products that are really on trend. And at the time, this was a couple years ago, keto and paleo were really, like, all the rage. And everybody was talking about MCT oil. So it's like, oh, that would be something that sets it apart. So I actually added in MCT oil. And some people loved it, but most people actually don't know what MCT oil is. Uh, and we got a ton of consumer requests every day, people messaging us saying, can you create an oil-free product? So we removed it, and because our base is already so smooth and creamy, the oil doesn't really lend to the texture anyway. Um, so by removing it, oil-free, we have a lower fat content um, than some of the other vegan cheeses out there as well. On the other end of the spectrum is a plant-based butter that Perkins says she's developing, and while this will obviously require oil, she says she's carefully selecting the types to address health concerns. Um, I feel like there are a lot of butters out there, but the problem is they all contain inflammatory oils. So with being oil-free with this line, the butter you actually need to put oils in because that's the only way to form a butter. Um, and so we're doing it without inflammatory oils. So if you look, most of them are canola oil, sunflower oil, Soybean oil, all of those break down, they cause inflammation, and then they're stored in your fat cells for up to two years, which is crazy. So we're working on one with an almond oil, um, and almond oil is not inflammatory. It's actually really good for your body. As Perkins noted, her focus on fat mirrors that of the consumer, which according to data from Spins and New Hope, 
is a consideration point for about a third of consumers reading nutrition labels. Within this hierarchy of fat consideration, more consumers look at trans fat at 31% than saturated fat, which comes in at 30%. And about a quarter of consumers look at mono and polyunsaturated fat when assessing nutrition labels. Another company that carefully considers the oils in their products is confection brand Hail Mary, which built healthy fats into its mission, according to company director of sales, Michael Bepko. So really it's about celebrating um, the health benefits of the dietary oils that are found in plants. Um, So we really feature um, the healthy fats found in raw nuts, so specifically coconut, almonds, and cashews. Uh, we use organic coconut in everything that we make. Um, it's got you know energizing MCTs. Uh, it's high in lactic acid, so it's really good for like it's got you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, antiseptic qualities. Um, and it, and and it's a good fat. Like every like I think there's this fear of I think the 80s and the 90s like. The, the healthcare industry sort of instilled the fear of fat in everyone, um, which, you know, by all means, some unhealthy fats and processed fats aren't good for the body, but like super healthy plant-based fats, like your body needs them to stay lubricated and to stay healthy. So the, the company grew out of the raw foods movement, which was really celebrating um, how, you know, nuts, raw nuts, and the oils in them could really add and enhance um, desserts and sweets and snacks. So that's where the company was, was you know, that was the impetus for the company, and that's what we still do today. Bepco says the brand is just as thoughtful about how it approaches sugar and sweeteners, which Spins data shows is a top priority for consumers, with 42% of those who read nutrition labels looking at sugar and 36% looking at artificial sweeteners. With this in mind, Hail Mary is boldly declaring that its almond butter cup has 50% less sugar than other competing natural brands. Because we get compared to, people say, oh, it's like Justin's, or oh, it's like Reese's peanut butter. And we're like, you know, this isn't candy. This is actually true food. It's got a crust that's a blend of organic maple syrup and almond flour. It's got, you know, the ganache is actually made with organic coconut oil, organic maple syrup, and cocoa powder. I said, so, you know, it's, it's true food. And when you compare to a candy like Justin's, um, it is up to 50% less sugar than sort of the leading um, peanut butter cup, the natural peanut butter cup, and the conventional peanut butter cup. So, you know, it, it's, it's actually, you know, we embrace organic maple syrup as sort of the superior sweetener because it's got so many beneficial, like, minerals and vitamins that the body needs. I mean, it's got, um, like, manganese and zinc, and these are sort of like your daily recommended uh, amounts that you need. So, yes, it is sugar, but it provides benefits for the body. And it just tastes better, and it makes everything taste better. So we actually embrace our sweeteners, um, and we're like, we are like, those are our guardrails when when we're looking at R and D is making sure that like organic maple syrup, and then when we use citrus flavors, we actually prefer organic agave nectar because of the flavor profile that it, that it fits so well with you know citrus flavor in the Just as important as what's inside products to natural and organic consumers is what's outside with many prioritizing products in more sustainable and minimal packaging, a trend that the seaweed-focused brand Ocean Halo is embracing with the rollout of its trayless seaweed snacks. Bob Childs, VP of Sales at New Frontier Foods, Inc., explains that the secret to the slimmed-down pack is a tweak in how the seaweed sheets are processed, underscoring how product formulation and packaging innovation often go hand-in-hand. Basically, we're the first to market with... uh 
a trailer seat snack where you can fit actually five times the amount of product in the same amount of space uh, that you would a traditional seaweed snack that has the tray. And you take a look at it, it's not going to break. You take it and fold it like this, like this, and open it up, and voila, it won't break. The point is it won't break. Most people are like, oh, if you don't have a tray, you know, everything's going to crumble. We've actually shipped this to uh, one of our reps on the East Coast, the U.S. Mail. Came out perfectly fine. Just like this, we put a stamp on it, mailed it. Yeah, we mailed it like a postcard. And it came out perfectly fine. It's one is better for the environment. We're going to be removing 22 million plastic trays from the food system um, by doing this. So you know, it's a great step forward, and you know we think most of the, our competitors will probably follow suit, which is you know hey, it's uh, you know, better for everyone if they do so. So. Consumers love it. They, uh, we actually put it in a large national uh, retailer, side-by-side uh, -side with the tray, and the tray, the tray West outsells the tray product. Uh, being the exact same size and the exact same variety, people are just getting behind the tray when they finally see it and get it, like, who can get behind it? So, it's outselling the regular tray. So we have the data to prove that. You know, if you make this move, you know, it's not only going to help the environment, it's going to help the sales as well. There was also a strong emphasis on promoting sustainability while simultaneously pushing back against greenwashing by adopting third-party certifications. Another major trend that stood out at Expo East was the deliberate intentional to honor and lift up heritage food, be it by sharing the stories behind heirloom grains and making them more convenient or authentically replicating traditional dishes and beverages from across cultures. These are just a few of the innovative products and emerging themes that are sure to gain traction in the coming months and years. If you're interested in learning more about what happened at Expo East, be sure to check out foodnavigatorusa.com for other stories, videos, and podcasts from the conference in the coming weeks. For now, though, that's all we have time for. And so with that, we've come to the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope you'll join me again next week for another installment. And to help you remember, I encourage you to subscribe. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive, profitable, and safe week. <laughs>